Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hi, this is Tim Guy, the unbiased interview robot. You're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I love these guys. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. The Ivy League has canceled sports for the fall. So what the hell are we supposed to do without Dartmouth football? Oh, the humanity. Welcome to the Chad and Cheese podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel J. Fiedler Cheeseman. And I'm Chad, still in fucking quarantine, so wash. (laughs) And on this week's show, COVID be damned, money keeps coming into the recruitment space. This isn't Jimmy Hoffa's labor union anymore, and career builder settles a sexual harassment case. Grab a family member and toss around the pigskin because that's the only football you're going to see this year. And enjoy this message from Jobvite. This summer, Jobvite wants you, you, and you to join hundreds, thousands, millions. Okay, maybe just thousands of recruiters. HR, and talent acquisition professionals. For a summer you won't soon forget. It's Jobvite Summer to Evolve. The Summer to Evolve is a 12-week series of free content to help recruiters brush up on their skills. Learn from industry thought leaders. And see how technology can help them improve, automate, and evolve their recruiting efforts. There will be a chance to share tips and ideas with your peers. And we may even have some surprises for you along the way. I love surprises. So visit thesummertoevolve.com to register for the Summer to Evolve sessions that suit your needs. Peak your interest. Or float your vote. Because starting June 16th, it's the Summer to Evolve the way you attract, engage, hire, onboard, and retain talent. Job fight. Recruit with purpose. Hire with confidence. Summertoevolve.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Summer to not watch sports.com. We were just talking about the Stanford uh, killing 11 of their, uh, their sports. Uh, that's especially when they have like $30 billion in like an endowment. <laughs> yep. They could like, you know, kind of like push, uh, you know, a few coins toward the sporting, uh, the sporting side of the house. Yeah, no, screw that. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I had a, had a debate as to whether or not sports would be played this fall, uh, particularly football. And I said, until the SEC says there's no football, uh, someone's going to play football. Because you talk about a, a conference that lives and dies by the money generated by football 
the SEC is at the top of the list. Yeah. Risk mitigation for that, though, that is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> it just is. I talked to a friend the other day. His his kid dives for school and they're going back uh, at least two weeks prior so that they can go through their quarantine and whatnot to ensure that uh, everybody is COVID free per se, or at least they're through it uh, before they actually start to, to meet one another and get in their own little sporting bubble. Yeah. Well, fortunately, uh, pool water is a nice dis- disinfectant. So at least the diving team has that going for it. Let's hope. <laughs> Shout outs. Shout outs. Okay. So we've got... A few popping out here. One is uh, Jody Brandstetter connected on LinkedIn and says she loves the podcast. And so does uh, Brianna Campana. Love is good. Love is good. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, the popular (laughs) retailer. And there is a connection to our space, which I'll remind you of. Uh, The the, the company has hit hard times. Quarterly report, uh, 50% decrease in sales. They're closing a bunch of stores, bankruptcy, whatever. So the, the connection is... For those that don't remember, Next with two X's used to be beyond.com until they sold that domain to Bed Bath & Beyond, who promptly did jack shit with it, uh, was supposed <laughs> to build like some sort of a subscription thing, which may have saved its business. But anyway, Bed Bath & Beyond, shout out, uh, maybe time to sell that beyond.com uh, domain back to Next. I don't know. Yeah, well, shout out to Chris Nealon from uh, the Colt Collective on this because he always slams the couponing (laughs) and he just posted on LinkedIn that COVID obviously did have something to do with it, but so did their fucking couponing. Stop couponing, people. You're undervaluing your own shit. Yeah, my favorite Chris Nealon quote from his presentation was, what is Old Navy going to do? Pay you to come to the store eventually? Because they can't have that many more discounts, for God's sakes. Uh, Shout out to Twitter as well. I uh, don't know if you heard about this week, but Twitter uh, had a job posting and who knew you could learn so much about a company's strategy uh, than through its job postings uh, posted that they needed someone to manage or build their subscription business. Of course, the news outlets went nuts thinking that Twitter was going to go subscription model, which I still uh-huh. think they should and they probably will. The job description was edited and that part was taken out, but the cat is out of the bag so to speak it looks like twitter is going to go subscription in some form or fashion yeah that's something that uh, scott galloway talks about all of the time and he, yeah. he's a shareholder so he, he might have some insights <laughs> uh big shout out to max armbruster you might remember him yeah. he uh, was actually on our very first death match yeah. ceo of talk push he is starting his own podcast called the recruitment hackers podcast just one word of warning max it's much harder than it looks and or sounds yeah is he doing it in french or english i he's he can probably do it in a variety he probably could japanese i don't know he's very worldly that max guy is is. shout out to fedex uh pressuring the washington redskins uh an obvious i don't know uh layup in terms of brands that should be put to bed forever uh fedex owns the rights to the stadium where the redskins play football uh mr gordon is going to hate this this episode because there's so many american sporting references but anyway shout out to fedex for for pressuring the redskins to change their name which i think is is definitely going to happen in the next six months 
Well, and you might not know, but FedEx CEO Fred Smith is also a minority owner in the Redskins. So there's some additional pressure that's there. It's not just from the company who's paying naming for naming rights. It's also the minority owners. Uh, and that being said, Netflix, we've heard a lot about Netflix giving back to the, the the Black Lives Matter side of the house and also now the community they are investing 100 million into banks supporting black communities. So there there you go. Good good job there guys. I I got to say from our standpoint mm-hmm. as a couple of white guys I was really hesitant to entitle last week's podcast Black Hiring Matters mm-hmm. but my man Torinellis told us to speak up and speak the truth as allies. You know, we can be white dudes and, and, and speak our truth, but that's exactly what we did. So big shout out to Torin Ellis and many of the others out there like Regina Allen Mosley, who shared the podcast and gave a lot of love to us. So we really appreciate that. Absolutely. absolutely. Shout out to Harley Davidson, uh, who had a round of layoffs recently. Um, someone shared this on Twitter. Apparently, they actually branded the layoff uh, strategy and and re uh, sort of re rethinking their organization. They called it the rewiring. So when when letters went out to folks uh, about the layoffs, apparently uh, it was branded the rewiring. I'm not sure layoffs are something you want to brand. Uh, your thoughts? It's. <laughs> It hurts. It hurts to think about a cult brand who thinks uh, so hard about their brand. And I mean, that's that's what's happening. Yeah. Right. They're, they're thinking, how do we do this in the right way? And it thinks it's almost like they're thinking too hard about doing something humane. I don't know. I'd have to dig into this a little bit more. But I mean, Harley Davidson is a cult brand. There's no question. Yep. They have cult followers, period. Uh, when you get into that groove and that mindset as a brand, sometimes you can think too hard. I don't know if this is the situation, but I think just from surface that I think they're thinking too hard. Life was good until the rewiring. I also thought about, uh, the movie, the doors, uh, where, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Morrison and the band are told that they can't sing, uh, come on baby, light my fire. And Jim says, <laughs> how about baby bite my wire? I thought that would be a, a proper response for employees who were laid off during the rewiring. The rewiring. So we we did some rewiring. We actually had some time with Jerry Crispin, Stephen Rothberg, and Deb Andrewchuk. Yeah. Uh, they joined us for a, a series of podcasts that were called Protect Your Brand. There are four discussions. We've dropped two thus far. The newest one called... Uh, adapting to remote. Uh, You can check them out. The newest one will drop this Sunday. But again, just trying to bring more voices into the discussion, not just around COVID, but obviously around business and how we react and also respond to what's going on around us. Absolutely. Good good stuff. Brett Fagg, I want to give a shout out to. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that last name correctly. Uh, He loves the show. Uh, A recruiter out of New York who is looking for work. So if any of our uh, Tri-City listeners need some recruiting help, give uh, Brett Fagg, F-E-I-G, a look. Uh, He's on LinkedIn, obviously. My last shout out, which I missed last week, sorry, Chester, is my little buddy, (laughs) voiceover expert, uh, Chester Fellows out of the UK, 
He uh, he actually made me a friendship bracelet Aww. that says Chad Cheese on it. Sent it all the way all the way across the sea. Uh, and big thanks to his dad, Dan Fellows, who, if you remember, was a part of one of our latest deathmatch series uh, with um, Get Optimal. Yeah, Chester, I didn't get a bracelet, man. Thanks a lot. That's uh, that hurts, man. That hurts a lot. But but I still love you, dude. I st- you didn't send him a, a, a personal video <laughs> telling him that it was going to be all right with school, that they were starting school. So, you know, Chester and I, we, we got that's, it like that. That's not creepy at all. Uh, my last shout out goes to Glenn Martin, a uh, fan of the show and also a podcaster yeah. himself with the Social Recruiting Podcast. Well, hello. Uh, and by the way, Glenn is up for the best beard in the industry award, uh, which I don't <laughs> think is an official official title, but he would certainly be up for it if there was one. Yes. Big shout out to Glenn. And as we roll into uh, the event that we just finished yep. up, the recruitment events company through one hell of a content delivery fest hell with their yeah. TA global gathering digital event. Um, we did Futurama. We did four segments with Aida from Zor, Andy from Next, Zach with uh, Job Byte, and Sean over at Hiring Soft. We're going to start dropping those podcasts. The videos are already out there. They're probably uh, out there with the recruitment or on YouTube or something like that. But we're going to start dropping the podcasts here in the next couple of weeks. So just a little teaser. Look for Futurama, which was a blast. Should we talk about the winner or just uh, tease it out? Uh, So Hiring Solved won our first ever Futurama. Sean Burke. Right away to them. They have the badass belt of tech uh, coming their way. The design is getting finished up as we speak. Uh, we got him a, a medium. I think that's about the right size knowing Sean. Uh, so yeah, that's coming, buddy. Put on the wall with pride. Uh, the badass belt of tech is coming your way. Oh, I hope you got it from baby gap. <laughs> Jeez. Nice manners, babe. Nice manners. <laughs> Love Sean topics. Career builder. Sexual harassment case. This is two years in the making. Um, Our our buddy. Lori McInerney. Lori McElnaney. McElnaney. Forget her name. Uh, (laughs) McInerney. Little background on this. She's been at the company since 2002. Uh, She was sales. She went to, uh, obviously, events with the company. Um, I won't name names on the side of uh, who sort of crossed the line in terms of uh, the harassment. But she filed suit uh, against the company. Um, it was it was settled this week, uh, June thirtieth. June thirtieth, it was filed. Uh, obviously, there are no details in terms of what uh, she got out of the settlement. Uh, there was a quote from the. Uh, uh, according to the complaint lawsuit, quote, for more than a decade, Lori McInerney had a successful career and was a highly valued upper management employee at CareerBuilder. During during that time, and as experienced by most other women employed by CareerBuilder, McInerney uh, endured a corporate culture which turned a blind eye towards the sexual harassment, discrimination, and bullying of women employees. Ouch. Yeah. 
And if you are a brand like career builder and there are these bro culture things that are happening, how are you ever going to get females to, to come work for you in leadership? Not to mention there was also uh, other females in the organization that uh, or female in the organization that was uh, in leadership who was uh, a big bully as well. So it was it just overall did not seem like an amazing culture. And I can't imagine that any of that has changed, but you never know. Certainly the optics sucked. Uh, and and part of the lawsuit as well was uh, Lori got harassed apparently from a female um, uh, superior yeah. as well. So it doesn't just uh, land on the men's side. Women can do it too. Uh, so hopefully this is settled. I think most of the people there uh, as part of this lawsuit are gone from Career Builder and hopefully they are building a, a better culture with the few, few employees that they have left uh, building up from from uh, the depths of uh, layoffs and whatnot. Yeah, the smoke and mirrors that they put out the the last press release, I think, was about new tech and and like mobile <laughs> apply or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we said welcome to 2017 or something with all their new, new additions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I think we've been talking about these guys just slowly dying over mm-hmm. the years. They they're they're milking everything at this point. They've already made. Uh, money on the on the acquisitions uh, that that have yep. happened, uh, MZ and, and some of the other ones. Uh, I, I'm just incredibly surprised they haven't done one of two things: either spent money on Broadbean to do better and actually become programmatic, yep. which will never happen because they're not spending money, uh, or just sell it off. I mean, there there's just so much that's there. It's it's interesting, and also text kernel. Certainly glad to get. I'm sure they're glad to get the uh, the case uh, out of the papers and and move on to their stuff. Unfortunately, uh, this isn't. They're not alone. Indeed, as we talked about fairly recently, uh, also a harassment case uh, currently pending on their docket. Uh, As soon as that gets news out, we'll we'll let you know. Still trying to get an interview set up with uh, Taylor Gilbert. I think is her name. Uh, still an employee, but trying to get an interview with her lawyer, which would be uh, good to have on the show and, and fight, figure out more of what's going on uh, with Indeed and their their current culture. One culture that uh, seems to, to to be flourishing is Slacks. Hell yeah! Yeah, right? yeah. just acquired Remetto, Remetto, <laughs> Remito, Remetto. They're changing I think the name, so don't worry about it. Yeah, God, they better because it sucks. Rometto seems like they're trying to be a version of LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. uh, an advanced profile and directory, which features uh, that will integrate into the Slack directory itself. And if you've ever used Slack, one of the things that really gets confusing for yours and then you have access to another one, it's like, how do I manage all of this stuff. It's not the easiest, not, not to mention people. How do I connect with these people and how do I connect? Maybe I don't even know the people, but I want to connect into a department. I I don't know who to talk to in marketing. Who, where do I go? Okay. This is, this is where you go. So it's a directory of sorts, which I think there's no question Slack needs, but it's almost like it's a, it's a LinkedIn ish 
type of directory, which is incredibly interesting. Yeah, yeah. For a long time, we've been talking about Slack moving beyond messaging. Um, and when they went public, you know, they talked about Microsoft as a threat, which seemed a little bit odd because they were a messaging company. We talked yeah. about them killing email. Well, it looks like they're going to go out and try to, to kill or take some of the market share of, uh, of Microsoft and LinkedIn. So I, I thought this was really, really huge news um, in terms of them getting into the profile business directory uh, right. space there. It looks like from the news that they're going to keep it as a separate brand, uh, although they are rebranding it. Maybe it'll be Slack directory or something along those lines. But ultimately, this data of people is going to start seeping into Slack's you know, main messaging program. Uh, yeah. You'll be able to search people from other companies, obviously be able to contact them, i.e. recruit them at some point. So to me, this is a major step in Slack's evolution of going directly at uh, LinkedIn's, um, you know, dominance in this space. And uh, time will tell if they can make a dent, but I, I, I kind of like their chances as an alternative to LinkedIn, which, by the way, most people in our space hate. <laughs> yeah, well, and think about it. Every company that currently uses Slack, they're going to want to have this interaction. They're going to want to have these directories, yep. which automatically builds all of this out. Uh, and it also has the profiles of those individuals, much like LinkedIn with regard to background, skill sets, yep. education, all that stuff. So think of like a Slack reverse engineering LinkedIn. And I think that's really where they're going. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they have to keep it as separate, at least for the time being, because people won't want to make their internal directory public through Slack. But mm-hmm. if it's a separate brand, people will be much more likely uh, to join it, and it, it'll be much more uh, use, used as a as a as a public database as opposed to your internal, you know, messaging on Slack. But at some point, the two are gonna the two are gonna morph into each other. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they navigate that hurdle of hey, I don't want to put all my people out there in the open mm-hmm. uh, to be sniped at or poached, right? So yeah, that that could be one hell of a tool to be able to do something like that. So it, it'll be interesting. Watch this space. Very interesting indeed. Uh, also very interesting uh, what our sponsor Job X is doing. Let's take a quick break and we'll talk about Amazon drivers. Always a fun topic. Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job X. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job Addex seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job X. It's nice to know I am not the only person who hates <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Derek Lancaster is not having it, my friend. <laughs> He's not having it. 
a Detroit area Amazon driver on Monday, I think the, actually earlier this week, said he abandoned a van full of packages at a gas station. <laughs> And in a tweet that went viral, he let Amazon know where it was at. Yep. So <laughs> this is, I mean, he quit his job on Twitter, filled up the gas tank, <laughs> left the keys in the ignition. It said, come get your shit. Yeah, I love, I love this tweet. I quit Amazon. Fuck that driving shit. I left the van on 12 mile in Southfield. <laughs> y'all, y'all can have that shit. And it's full of gas with the keys in the ignition. Uh, he was tired of working 13 hour days and being yeah. basically a slave behind the wheel, <laughs> but, uh, I can't blame the guy I feel for him, but man, what a, what a way to, what a way to quit and stick it to Amazon. He said in a video that, uh, he definitely was an unfair treatment and that he was going to look for a, a $15 an hour job cutting grass because it would have been <laughs> easier than working for Amazon. But here's what the ad actually says. The job pays $15 per hour and employees can expect to work 10 hour shifts for up to five days a week. The listing says Amazon offers competitive compensation, mm -hmm. employee benefits, community interaction, and states that every day is fun and different. <laughs> Yo, man, fuck that driving shit. Dude, so so there are, and this also tells you there are protesters that were outside of Jeff Bezos's house with the or with guillotine. a guillotine, Sorry, guillotine, with the fucking guillotine, <laughs> and and you can understand why. So pre-COVID, Jeff Bezos was worth uh one hundred and thirteen billion billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Today, he is worth. 157 billion dollars this is the guy who took away the wage increase and dropped the bullshit bonus into the workers laps guillotines pitchforks those are all great dude yeah. but i'm telling you right now that motherfucker needs tax <laughs> yeah the, my favorite new hashtag is defund jeff bezos that's my favorite new, <laughs> new hashtag what a fuck stick dude <laughs> i mean seriously he is making he is making so much money mm -hmm. and yet to work the, the the guy's a driver right you know it, it that cannot be a fun everyday kind of scenario it's boring as hell it's 10 to 13 12 hour shifts which is what this kid was doing yeah. and he's getting paid 15 dollars an hour we've done the math go figure that's around 30,000 before taxes dude Come off your fucking pile of cash and pay these people. <laughs> I got nothing else, man. That's 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 a funny ass story. Uh, well, <laughs> you love this move by Atlassian, uh, who most people, or at least I knew as as the makers of Trello, uh, the popular <laughs> collaboration tool for technology folks. Yeah. So you know, you talk about like Amazon, and then you you also hear so many different things about companies and culture and, and things of that nature. And as a matter of fact, we actually this week just dropped another cult brand podcast mm -hmm. with Douglas Atkin nice. entitled Don't Fuck Up the Culture. And it is magnificent, Not mainly because you and I only speak for about five minutes within the 45 minute podcast because Douglas is just fucking amazing. But what they did at Airbnb seems to be somewhat of what Atlassian is modeling mm -hmm. uh, between 
balance. And, and I, I found it was, it was really interesting because they say we're trying to build teams where people can bring their unique viewpoints uh, informed by identities mm-hmm. that they hold in their own experiences, those types of things. You hear that from companies all the time. But then they point to a Harvard Business Review article that actually talks about diverse teams feel less comfortable. And that's why they perform better. Homogenous teams feel easier, but easy is an easy way to perform badly, right? And they also are so transparent and they focus on belonging. And the only way that you can really belong seriously is if you bring your your whole self to work. And again, that's something else that, that Douglas uh, talks about mm-hmm. in his book, The Culting of Brands, and talks on uh, our podcast. Um, but they are transparent from the standpoint of actually showing the percentage of women, black people, mm-hmm. uh, different roles, that type of thing. And this is, from my standpoint, and what we always talk about, where we need to get to. Next, it's the pay transparency piece, right? Yeah, this uh, I love this. It's almost like the Atlant- Atlassian manifesto. Yeah, um, in terms of what they're they're thinking uh, internally, you can you can find it at atlassian.com/slash/belonging. Uh, my favorite part of it was uh, sort of the the think structural piece, um, and we talk a lot about the systematic sort of exclusion that happens uh, in in the education system and in our communities, and they they sort of hit it hit it head on by saying, "quote uh, We know that the systematic exclusion of certain." groups, including black Americans, women, and people with disabilities from the tech industry is structural, structural. And so we need to develop structural solutions to these problems. To me, that says they were, they were really thoughtfulness and not just paying lip service, you know, to people like you and me. Another, another piece out of the, the, the Harvard business review that I thought was incredibly interesting. We're always talking about how diverse cultures, they perform better, right? Mm-hmm. They actually get better results. Uh, in a quote from the article, it says, among groups where all three members didn't already know the correct answer, adding an outsider versus an insider actually doubled their chance of arriving at the correct solution from 29% to 60%. Mm-hmm. The work felt harder, but the outcomes were better. And the biggest issue that I think we have is we always talk about hiring people that look like us because that's comfortable. We, I mean, it, it is what it is. Hiring people who think like us, right? Yep. Generally look like us in many cases because that's comfortable. The problem is comfortable is not where innovation happens. Uncomfortable is. That doesn't mean you have to be yelling at each other or those types of things, but yet you, ha- you have to have diverse opinions and experiences and backgrounds. And that is exactly what Atlassian's talking about. They have 30% of women in senior leadership roles, uh, 3% black in the US offices. They can do much better there, but they're putting it out there for people to see. 20% of women in technical roles, that's a little higher than than the average. Mm -hmm. But again, whether they're doing great or not, they're putting it out there. They also published information across the teams, including gender, race, and age. Now, I'd like to see more around disability, veteran hiring well, but this, at least they're getting out out and setting a base for everybody to see that this is what we believe in. I quote the Spice Girls who said... Spice up your life. Spice up the company, baby. The more flavors, the better the pot. You know what I'm saying? Is that what you really, really want? <laughs> Let's hear from Sovereign and talk about cash money. 
Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. Money! All right, favorite Spice Girl, go. Posh. 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 I liked Baby. I like Baby Spice. I like the... That's because you're weird. (laughs) (laughs) Money, money, money. Money, money. All right. So our buddy, our buddy George LaRock uh, sent out his quarterly report. Yes. Of uh, companies that got money. Uh, So we have three this week that are getting cash. And I think they're sort of relevant to sort of an overall theme of of who's getting cash. So uh, we'll start with WorkShield, who got four million this week. WorkShield is is sort of a, a, a technological way to manage and monitor harassment issues um, internally at companies. So they're taking away sort of the, I got to go see my HR rep and tell them what's up and replaces that with sort of a technology system, which I think is really interesting in light of talking about career builder and Indeed's uh, sexual harassment issues. Uh, we have Competitive Wedge, uh, whose logo is just Wedge. So that's wedgie. what I'm, I'm going to call them. Either it's a salad or getting a wedgie. I don't know. <laughs> which is more more humorous, but they got one million uh, and they are a video interviewing platform, essentially. They sound like Vervo's redheaded stepson. Yeah, Vervo is going to give them a wedgie, I think, at the, <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> Very not Australian, probably. But uh, lastly, organize with an S. So, you know, it's got to be the UK uh, or Canada, maybe. Uh, so they got 700K in US dollars uh, for what I think is really interesting is sort of the the technological uh, means to create labor unions. Um, so this is a way that, that workers at a company can organize, uh, stick it to the man. Uh, it's Jimmy Hoffa <laughs> 2.0. Uh, and it's two nice, nice women that are founding this. So, so they're going to go hardcore, which I love. Uh, so organize wedge and work shield. What do you think? All three of them, I think, go back into, you know, George and, and HR wins and their funding. They're all focused on areas that are currently getting funding because we're going to be working remote. So WorkShield from the standpoint of being able to to really resolve and also report harassment, discrimination in the workplace. Well, the workplace is going to be much different than it was before. And you can still have that harassment. You can still have the bullying. You can still have all of that, even though you're not face to face. How are you going to report it? How are you going to make it better? How are you going to make it easier? Mm-hmm. The WorkShield can do that. Competitive Wedge It's very simple. I mean, we're talking about video interviewing, right? And assessments. And assessments was one of the one of the top areas of of funding in George's report. Uh, But organize, I think, is is just too simple. I mean, Mm -hmm. with with Black Lives Matter happening, with uh, females not getting paid as much as you know white men do. I mean, there's just so much disparity that's out there. How can you? be Jeff Bezos's fucking nightmare. This is how you do it. <laughs> you create tools that ensure those white rich dudes who won't come off their fucking cash will come off their cash somehow, some way. So a great way to grassroots organize or just organize overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it, it makes a lot of sense and is, is in tune with the money that 
George reported out. Um, and I, I think uh, what was interesting about the the money flow in the past quarter, even though we had obviously COVID challenges, uh, and and the dollar amount is certainly well off the uh, the Q Q1 2019 number. The deal flow is actually as high uh, as it was back then, even though the dollar amount is quite a bit uh, less. So let's call it a billion six compared to a billion uh, this past yeah. quarter. So money is definitely still flowing. The the lion's share is going to your HCM companies. So your your benefits, your onboarding, all that good stuff. Uh, talent acquisition is still up there uh, with talent management coming in third. Uh, globally, the US is still where the lion's share of the dollars are coming, but we're seeing a good amount of variety within Europe, Australia, um, and even South America. I was surprised at the diversity of, of areas uh, that we're getting funded um, in our industry. I mean, countries like France, Australia, Germany, for example, remain pretty hot. But those are my takeaways uh, from it. I think uh, times are really good. We'll see what the next quarter holds because a lot of these deals were done uh, really before COVID really took hold. A lot of the negotiation and whatnot had been done by the time these deals deals happened. But uh, we'll see what Q3 three holds. Yeah. Uh, so far, so good from a money perspective. Yeah. So it's core systems, HCM, and then vendors who can embrace this crazy new world we live in. Go back to an interview that we actually just had with Vervo's CEO, uh, Omer Malad, where mm-hmm. uh, you know they actually pivoted from SMB to enterprise and then started servicing uh, industries that they really hadn't before, in like nursing, uh, and that wasn't their co- core competency, but it became their competency. So yep. instead of trying to fight what's happening or waiting it out, um, they're going with the flow and they're going uh, where the money is right now. That's not easy for a lot of these older companies like again the monsters of the world let's say because of all the technical debt and everything that they have in place it's it's almost brick and mortar but dude monster has a new landing page for nurses that's that's gonna save them i think that'll do pig we We out out. thank you for listening to podcasts with chad and cheese brilliant they talk about recruiting they talk about technology but most of all they talk about nothing anywho be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We out. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.